This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Balls Original Soda, Cherry, Root Beer, Orange, Ginger Ale, Cherry Cola, and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10-ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16-ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Honestly, I call it the Ron curse, uh, but uh, I think it was the Jake curse, and you just like caught the uh, I, I caught, end of it. Yeah, as soon as he fixes internet, we never had problems anymore. Yeah, but uh, I think we're good, right? Yep, yep. I see red okay. dots and uploads and everything. Cool, cool. So All right, take it away whenever you're ready. I don't know if you guys heard. But I am tired of being nice. Gone one week with one day with another one day quick pop rain. Third time I've done this, but I'm still here. And as long as I am, this is the wrestling podcast business. This is a business of grownups. This has never been a popularity contest. We all know I probably would have lost that one a long time ago. So tonight, we're going to have a little conversation about the future. But first... I would like to have a little conversation about my past, which I think may just be as checkered. If you would have told me, 15-year-old me, that you're going to have one of the most quick pop title reigns, that in the past 20 weeks you would only miss one show, that you were going to hold record after record after record, well, I'm not sure little Raunchy would have believed you. It's because he didn't experience what present me sitting here while you crazy b- listen have experienced. I am tired of being nice. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Jacob Derrick Six, you want to talk that trash? Come on. Come on the show. Right here, right now. Let's go. Hmm. I thought so. Now, on to the important things, because that's not Jacob Derrick 6, that is Jacob Derrick A little bit of advice that I suggest you take. The apology must be as loud and as public as the disrespect. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, in all those uh, ages, we are the Quick Pop Podcast. Quick Pop popping all the time, everywhere. Uh, you can listen to us everywhere. We are in the sky. We are in the ground. We are in the sea. We are in space. We are everything and everywhere. We are in between the gutter and the stars, and 
right there is where you are. We are the Quick Pop Podcast. We are the quickest, most poppinest podcast, wrestling podcast on all of uh, Earth. And I am Ronchi Ron. And uh, with me, uh, we we have a good old Ace of Spades card. Hello, hello, hello. Bro, give me a moment to pick my jaw up off the floor, my sir. What's up? That I felt passion. Oh, about uh, Quick Pop Podcast, the most quickest, poppiest podcast on all of uh, God's Green Such Earth. Passion. From yeah, no, one of absolutely. The star hosts of the Quick Pop Podcast. Yeah, I'm. I mean, that, that's that's kind of what happens, you know. I took like a little bit of a break, and now I'm back, refreshed, better than ever. Uh, here to help out all of the boys, uh, not just the boy, but all of the boys, because here at Quick Pop Podcast, at the end of the day, we are friends, but also at the end of the day, um, some people could stuff it. I just I wanted to give you high praise. Uh, no, 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 thank from, you, thank you, I appreciate it. From the once again quick pop pickup champion because an AEW pay per view came along and I still have the weirdest of luck when it comes to AEW. I know, right? No, I'm so I, proud of you. I don't understand. Like everybody knows that I try to watch everything, mm-hmm. but I it, especially AEW stuff is hard because like yeah, they're up to three now, but like they're in very inconvenient times. I don't have cables, so I don't have the ability to easily watch it live. Right. So. The fact that I continued to have like, what is it like quad annual? Like I don't know. There's bi- annual, biannual. I guess it would be triannual. It's block. somewhere around there, yeah. Because there's like four proper pay per views. Like I do don't so do so well at like the like mm-hmm. deluxe dynamites and the you know uh, the special title dynamites. Yeah, special or... title dynamites. I don't tend to do very well at those. Um, but God bless, like you're doing <laughs> when it the, when the clutch kicks in. The uh, ace goes for the win. And you know what the worst there part you is? Go. You know what the worst part? I knew in my soul of souls that Mox would probably win because it's Moxley. Mm-hmm. But like, I couldn't. I just couldn't bring. You myself couldn't. To you couldn't go against the OC. Yeah, I just couldn't. Yeah. do it. I just couldn't do it. Um. I and you know what? I had to agonize on it, but I only agonized for like a minute. Mm-hmm. It didn't take long, but uh. It it only took me a minute to to write down Orange Cassidy. Yeah, no, because typing Orange Cassidy now has become reflex. Uh, right. Whenever we do our uh, pickums, because I think there was a stint why I've lost like so many of the uh, championship reigns is because I always go against Orange Cassidy, right? And he just plows through, and so I think it, all of us One are time like that. I win. Yeah, was off of like a. Orange Cassidy, I like. I would have perfected it. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. It's you, you still won. You still have the belt, and that's all that matters. Um, oh, yeah, especially since like both of us didn't exactly have a great. Uh, so fantasy football season is here. So we're uh, gonna be talking about fantasy football for a little bit. Both uh, of us caked our pants uh, this week. I don't even know how. It, <laughs> okay, so like my guys did average like uh-huh. nobody really like just just caked it hard mm. but like they just they they were very average but uh, jake jake's team jake popped off yeah tyreek hill and dallas d tyreek literally made him like over half of his points alone like it mm-hmm. felt like like tyreek and the dallas cowboys yeah just, like through the roof right 
Yeah, no, I I watched uh, the Dallas game and yeah, say, forty to nothing. I was gonna say I went back and looked at the Dallas game and I was like, oh shoot, okay, that's why. That's yeah, why this team just absolutely like mm-hmm. painted the scoreboard. Yeah, no. Um, so you may have not caked, but I definitely caked. Uh, yeah, I think I I'm in eighth place right you. now. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you definitely had the lowest score. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Joe Burrow didn't do anything. I think he only scored three points uh, like mm-hmm. for for the Bengals. And then uh, Dallas Goddard, um, Eagles tight end, uh, he didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that Jalen Hurts was missing him on open routes. And I was like, oh, dude, come on, Jalen, please. So, I mean, yeah. All- like I, I honestly expected to not really do that great going into it mm-hmm. because my my star Kelsey got hurt right off the gate. There's talk that he'll be able to come back, like because it's not yeah. too bad apparently. But yeah, like, man, when that hit me, I was just like, oh. no, same here, same here, because uh, Cooper Cup is out right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Jake though, even though Jake got the most points in the league, and now he's, I think he's first in the league. Yeah, uh, which I'm so glad that he's not on this <laughs> on this podcast right now. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, one of his uh, quarterbacks, back. yeah, right. Four snaps and he's done for the season. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm you, I'm I saw a great TikTok that was like uh, it was a TikTok that was like all the highlights of Aaron Rodgers in his last game, and the only thing they showed was him running out with the flag. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's really bad. Like. Aaron Rodgers was only out there for maybe I would say a minute at max. Yeah, yeah, it was very quick. I mean, I feel bad, like because it is is even though I'm gonna you know stomp all over because like yeah your court your QB went down like yeah quickly and typically there's there's a few you know times obviously you want to have a second QB so that way you have a bye week kind of thing right right but typically you don't have like a star backing up your your main and Aaron Rodgers was set to be a star. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Zach Wilson, uh, he did okay. But I think the thing is that like, I, w- okay. So now I wish Jake was here. That way I could tell him that his quarterback just was in there for a minute, just like a, a flash in a pan, just very quickly. And all of a sudden his Achilles just went pop just mm-hmm. quick, quick and the pop. This is a quick pop, quick minute. This is a quick pop, quick minute. <laughs> WWE's Gunther is now the longest reigning intercontinental champion in the in WWE history at 458 surpassing the historic reign previously held by the Honky Tonk Man at 454. Hell yeah. Big beef remains between AEW Santana and Ortiz. The former AEW tag team has taken to social media to take shots and argue with each other. Reports coming from their camp state that this is a genuine hatred-fueled beef, and this is not a storyline. Mike Santana has recently returned from injury to AEW. WWE's Matt Riddle was in an altercation with officials at JFK Airport over the weekend and has been pulled from Monday Night Raw and two house shows in Idaho and Washington. More details to come soon. Probably weed. 
former NXT Tag Team Champions Breezango, Tyler Breeze, and Fondango will reunite in Tennessee. A dirty breeze is brewing at Next Gen Wrestling's Nightmare in the Old City in Knoxville, Tennessee on October 8th. Hell yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling is revamping their NJPW world platform with a multitude of improvements as well as an increase from 999 yen to 12, 1,298 yen or 999 uh, US uh, dollars. The app will come with improved search functionality, new user interface, as well as continue to have dedicated apps on iOS, Android, Roku TV, and a newer Amazon Fire TV app. And finally, WWE's. No, Ron. No, no. You said nine ninety nine, and it just that was the last straw. No, I'm. You, you said WWE, and that's just why. Why? Like, okay, okay. Mm, I'm just gonna calm down. I'm just gonna calm. Why does Vince get to have any amount of control? Because the past year has proven. That the man needs more than heart surgery. He needs his brain looked at. I thought he had back surgery. I, I've heard brain. I've his heard his heart. brain, his there's heart. Like, there's like a rumor also going around, uh, like that his uh, his surgery was like strangely well timed because they were comparing it to back when he was last uh, in court and suddenly he had a neck injury. Mm-hmm. Well. He and uh, DJT uh, have been buddy-buddy, and mm-hmm. he recently has been indicted in, in court dealings. And conveniently, like, this was all the way back to, in last summer, conveniently, that's when, like, uh, Vince had to, like, step down because he was getting surgery and stuff. And everyone's going, like, hmm, pull me twice. Well, I just want to know what your beef with Vince is now. Like, I mean, because obviously, Vince upon everything else, like... Vince is mad that he's losing control and he acted out last night. How, what? Well, like, how did, okay. okay how, so first of all, first of all, Vince is losing control because uh, okay. the merger went through. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, it went the, through. Um, okay. So we are recording on Tuesday. Today is the first day of the merger. Yeah. Oh, did you see who they had at, uh, at, the Wall Street to help with like the opening day of them. Being yeah, they had Mr. Monopoly with his pencil mustache. No, 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 no. They had Bianca was there, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just like, man, they really are all in on her being like the real full public face of WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good on you, Bianca. Yeah, no. Uh, Vince McMahon was there with his pencil mustache, well, um, his Mr. House looking looking face. Right, like God bless, like. Somebody told him that was a good idea, and uh, I'm glad that he kept that. up with it because honestly, like I, I honestly, this is my favorite Vince McMahon look since uh, no, black tank me, top jacked uh, during Stone give Cold. Me, like full, like I want like grizzly beard, like old man Santa Vince. Mm, I don't know yeah. if I could handle that. I, yeah, I love pencil a, mustache Vince. I want to see a Vince trying to eat a burrito and he has to move his mustache out of the way. Okay, so your your beef with Vince is that he's not old man. He's not Santa Claus, uh, Santa he's McMahon. In a retirement home, away from the control board and like decision making. Um. <laughs> okay, so I know he still has some, but he doesn't have nearly as much power as he used to. Ooh, he he has quite a bit still. 
Well, like Endeavor specifically has at least 51% controlling interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Vince is an executive chairman, like with the new, they're called TKO. Yeah, uh, the uh, the board. Yeah. Yeah. Which is but he, he is the head of it. He is the they're head like, of it, which is crazy. They were like, we need a name for like our merger between UFC and uh, WWE. And they were like, what about something that never The Kevin Owens group. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, UFC and WWE combined to the Kevin Owens group. Is, and, it, and I guess it makes sense because UFC owns that, like... Total the knockout, Cassius Ono. Uh, <laughs> that uh, Total Knockout uh, clothing line or whatever. Oh, Tap Out? Mm-hmm. That's one. That's the one. Because Total Knockout, I think that's, like, Total Impact? Total Nonstop Action? I don't know. I, I don't know. So what's your beef with Vince? So all of this, I mean, all this money gets thrown around, all this merger happens, and like you said, like, he, like, has power, but it's, like, high-level power, not, like, how the show goes day-to-day power. Well, yeah, no, he's not in charge of WWE anymore, but he is in charge of TKO. Yes, that's what I'm saying, like, he has, like, he has the power to, like, decide, like what stadium they're going to go to in six months for that episode of SmackDown. Like he has very high level decision-making. You know? Yeah. And not only does it affect WWE, but uh, he gets to have his hands in UFC now too. Yeah. Well, go put your hands in UFC. They, they've got enough drama. You could probably enjoy it. Yeah. You know, you got Brock in the best of both worlds now. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Hannah Montana. Let's book it. The best of both worlds. You can you can throw Conor McGregor into a WWE ring if you throw enough money at him. That would be cool. I would I would love to see that. And watch him break his leg again. I would love um, to see that. Which Sorry, Aaron Rodgers. Is that too soon? Or... Is that is that too soon, Aaron Rodgers? I was about to say, watch him like in a WWE ring or watch him break his leg again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, (laughs) no but my issue my issue is it's long been understood and lots of reports have swallowed around that raw last night uh 9-11 never forget um was the last vince mcmahon like even remotely led show like because for the longest time you know it's been the trip show but like vince keeps putting his fingers in things Mm mm-hmm Kind of like why he's currently under investigation because he was putting his fingers in things. But I digress. Um, wow. Yeah, look at that. I don't understand um, that. Tell me when I'm older. One day, son. One day. Um, but apparently the script got thrown out like twice in one day. There were several changes throughout. It was another very typical Vince thing of like, mm-hmm. Vince doesn't actually know what he wants because he's a senile old man who needs yeah. to finally give up credit, the control of his company. But apparently one of the changes that just could not be changed. Yeah. Is the I'd... main event. Okay. We had like the show main event or no, no, no. The main event of raw. Okay. All we right. Had I'm, I'm with you. Rhea Ripley. You got me. And she was taking on Raquel. That sounds amazing. Those two are amazing. 
and Dom Dom was banned, so it was like a proper like. Okay. We're just gonna have these two women fight. Granted, All right, sure. like even though sure. even though I like the condom, uh, well, yeah, mean, no, these two these two women are amazing. So Dom, we Dom know Dom that there's fun. not gonna be any shenanigans. I, I'm here for it. To watch just because like they they are running out of ways to. Dude, I just I just love Dominic Mysterio. Oh, I'm no, just I mean, gonna say he knows it. Yeah, the role he's playing and, and it's perfect. Decided, you know what? Here's what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah, they are they are running out of sound dampeners for the booze that he gets though. Mm-hmm. I love it. It is getting absurd. But anyway, so you had two people who could put on genuinely good matches. It yeah, was for I'm here the for title, it. Okay, which you know it's a random episode of Raw, but love you know, it. Everyone, it's still one of those like. Oh, I mean, still women good. women uh, main eventing Raw still a good always thing. Good, Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and... I don't know. I don't know where. Okay, hold on. Before you say anything. I don't I do not see the beef at all. I don't see the beef. Everything that you said has been great. Yes. I love that. I didn't you even watch Raw. It was great. You don't see the beef. Because then the beef showed up. Oh oh Powerhouse Hobbs? No, wrong. Miro? Think a little bit more the beef. aged uh full of deadly infectious diseases that could be prevented, but they refused to get treatment for it. The, the bubonic plague? It's close. The 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 female representation of the bubonic plague. Oh, um, I, uh, gosh, I don't know. Hysterectomies? I, I don't. I, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> Not the answer I was expecting, but you know, I don't know where we're going. <sighs> Naya, I'm not going to get vaccinated because the government controls you with vaccinations. Jax, apparently, <laughs> talked to <laughs> it. And just now, you know what, Ron? You know what? For all of the crap that I've given several of the decisions that happened recently with WWE, things slowly building up, all the things that have happened, this tops it. This maxes it out. Who saw? Who saw Raquel? And Rhea Ripley, and you've got several other like could build women up into this role if you needed just a like a heel to like mess both that parties up. Please pull that could move into that role, and you go get the literal walking cesspool of who is like notorious for both injuring people and. Generally having a bad attitude about things and not wanting to get vaccinated, and that's why she frequently doesn't get allowed to wrestle. That is your draw? You know that was a Vince decision. You know. There's no way. Because what, like, she has no drawing power outside of WWE. No one's like, golly, I'd love to see Nia Jax in. And you know what's the sad thing? You know what the sad thing is? This was forecast. By Nia Jax. Because last week, when Rhea Ripley screwed over Raquel and everything, Nia Jax posted some cryptic tweet or Instagram thing of like, uh, I'm coming for you, Rhea. And everyone was just like, oh, okay. Rhea or Jax is trying to, you know, remind people that she exists. Please book me, you know. Like, nobody thought anything about it. Everyone was just like, okay, Nia, you know, go back to sleep. And then 
like I hate to get all worked up about this because we have better topics. I'm looking forward to talking about them. But just step all over the progress we've made with the women. Do you know that even though the women's tag team title is a joke, I still like the story because they keep having like, oh, I have these by myself. And then like Piper Niven just keeps showing up like, um, no, I'm here too. What the heck are you doing? Like, I, I, it's, it's a weak story, but it's a story. I and mean, it's better than what they've had before. But now it doesn't matter because now everyone's putting out a betting pool to see how long do you think we can go before Naya injures someone? I saw a great joke that says, go figure. Naya comes back and the week before Becky clearly finding out that this was happening was like, nope, going to NXT. Like, I'm so sick. I'm, I'm sick. Like I, I am physically, I am physically ill. We lose Roman because he's legitimately injured. Mm -hmm. We break up the Usos, two different shows. That's fine. I would, I'm looking forward to seeing them on solo runs. Oh my god, Jay has a great like banger of a entrance, by the way. Yeah, right. I like both of the thing. I think uh, Jimmy needs a little bit of work, but main event Jay is. uh, I'm all about solid. I dig it. Solo is having to realize you know what, that, like... You know suddenly, what else isn't... You know what's not solid, though? What's up? You know what's not solid? What's not solid? Uh, My poop after burritos. You know what looks better than Nia Jax? My poop after burritos. You know what feels better in front of my eyes? My poop after burritos. Just... We we all know on record on record how I feel about Nia Jax. Oh no, a hundred percent. I think we officially we officially put up the days without Nia incident. Uh, Let's go ahead and we will make that chart now. Mm -hmm. Days without incident. It gosh, days without Nia, and we gotta erase the board. Yep. Because I think the last thing that we talked about with Naya, uh, when Naya appeared is I think she appeared... Uh, she was trying to appear on some indie show, like mm-hmm. everything, and she was not allowed to appear on it because she would not get the vaccination. Oh, even before that, uh, Royal Rumble. She appeared one time in the Men's Royal yes. Rumble, and, we and like, she oh, injured our truth mm-hmm. So... I don't know. You don't injure our truth. You 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 don't. I don't women's championship and say that she is it. Yeah, and here's the thing: she will not get it. I can tell. I can guarantee you, unless Vince pulls a Vince move on a high level and just fires like all three top story people and Triple H at the same time. What if Unless Vince was like, hey, I'm I'm hiring Nia. She's your problem now. <laughs> that you, 100%. That's not even a, like, I wonder if Vince was like, that's what he did. I don't even have to wonder. That's what he did. He either is so out of touch that he was like, well, the last time I was here was when Nia was here. So let's get her back. Because I'm I'm sick. Like Rhea is running out of people to be. The fact that so Rhea can... has to work with, I'm scared for Rhea. No, the, here, here's what it is. 
Vince showed back up, realized he could only edit one more episode of Raw, and so panicked and was like, who can we put up against uh, Rhea Ripley? And they're like, well, we've kind of got this thing with Raquel where she's, you know, uh, kind of being a nuisance and everything. And she's like, I, I, I don't even know who that is. Uh, who can, who else? What about, and he just started naming people. Where's the bulky one? Where's the destructive one? No, no, no. We didn't Who's real strong? We didn't get to her yet. We He just started going through and naming people, and they were like, we can't. Rhea's already shown that she dominates that person. We have to move on. And so in his panic, he just went, went back to the last time he had power and was like, oh, I know who we could bring in to be a, kind of a face-off against uh, Rhea Ripley. Naya injures the roster jacks. Um, there is literally... There, and here's the thing, because this was, I know, I know this is a Vince decision. I know this is a Vince decision because there's nobody outside. If this was any kind of outside thing, if this was an Endeavor thing to try and put eyes on it, they would have picked someone that actually would bring eyes to the product. Only Vince would have known about Nia Jax. Only Vince would have been like, let's bring in Nia. Nobody outside was like, gosh, you know what we really, really haven't seen in a while? A injury-prone person. Oh, someone who injures themselves a lot? No other people. Do you think Vince is trying to get out of his deal with, uh, like, USA and um, and Fox and all that by well, bringing on know, someone? We already know that the Fox thing is, like on the border of falling through uh-huh. and they're looking to do something different with that. But I don't know. This, this feels too early to be sticking it to USA and Fox, but to me, it just I'm trying screams, to get it out early. It's an emergency. <laughs> they hired jacks. It just screams someone who actually has not followed the product lately and just remembers the last time that they had power and that was back when Nia Jax was a regular on the show and, you know, squashing people. Like, this was definitely not an outside person who was like, Nia will bring eyes to the product. Mm-hmm. Nia will bring eyes to be like, did they really bring back Nia? And then that's it. They're gone. The only eyes that she's bringing to the product are paramedics. The only eyes she's bringing are ICU. Just this was a stupid, stupid move. You have Rhea being dominant, and if Nia just came in to beat up Rhea, okay, I can slightly leave. But she beat them both up. She wasn't there like a savior. She was just show up and be like, "I'm Nia," and beat up (laughs) Rhea and beat up Raquel. It wasn't even a savior. I'm Nia, and she starts beating at walls. Heel. She like. I don't even like her as a character. I do not like her. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. She didn't come in as a face hero to save Raquel from Rhea doing something dastardly because she beat up Raquel. And she didn't come in as the heel gets even more heel power because they brought in a heel friend and beat up Raquel because she beat up Rhea Ripley too. So it's literally just Nia showed up to Nia. Like, 100% just showed up to be Nia Jax. Served no purpose. Move no storyline. I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look this up real quick. Okay. Uh, 
Raquel, Rodriguez, injured. <laughs> mm. Oh my god, wait, hold up. Please tell me you're looking at something like old. Oh, okay, yeah, no. I was going to say, please tell me you're looking at something old. Yeah, no, I saw the knee injury and I was like, oh no, are you serious? Yeah, no, like back in August. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Wait, no, that was uh, July. Yeah, All right, no, never, I, never mind. I know what you're looking at because I'm looking at it too. No, that this this was before her comeback and why this story is good because it's Raquel coming back from when she got beat up by Riga mm-hmm. to take Rhea's title. So we were just like, oh, sorry, that story wasn't good enough. Uh, bring in the distraction, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Not a fan of this. Not a fan. No. No, like Raquel you know, just got back from injury. We're we're already risking her again. Right. Moving I'm, on. Yeah. I'm no, over it. No, no. Yeah, no. I understand. I understand completely. And now to a soberingly upsetting, but like uplifting topic. Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, speaking like, you no know who I miss. You know who I miss about like talking about this Nia Jax bull. I miss Jake. You on purpose? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but no, I, I miss Jake because he would have like been able to uh, also double down on how he feels about Naya. And the reason why he's here, and I know that we talked about it last week, is that uh, he is on uh, Baby Watch, yeah, Baby Watch twenty twenty three. Literally, literally today, this evening. Yeah, nine twelve twenty twenty three. Yeah, this is this is happening. So it's kind of nice that you know Jake is taking a step back from the podcast to take care uh, of the of the the heir apparent. <laughs> we'll say that the heir apparent to the uh, Jake uh, bad take Jake name. Um, yeah. Oh oh god, are we gonna come up with a nickname for his kid when he comes? Oh gosh, age? yes, absolutely. But I Start mean, cutting promos the, of his kid, and then and then for you, like. Like you, you have you have your kids that you you love and adore, and you know you spend a whole bunch of time with them. I know, I know that. I cut promos on them, yeah, time. yeah. I um, do. It's called discipline, but yeah. <laughs> but we could also Let say the same, room, brother. <laughs> right? You're gonna get in there, and you're gonna clean the cream of the crop, and get it all off of the floor. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, one person that's highly relatable in family values is one brian danielson right and uh he's a good boy although yeah close second is seth rollins close second seth oh no um the miz though the miz uh, okay so yes but only because of miss and missus but seth is starting to slowly eke out because the miz doesn't really bring up his kids in like the cute wholesome way on tv like uh, i would i was live in houston at Elimination Chamber, when The Miz came out, Miz and Maurice, and he was like, Monroe Sky is coming. And we were like, yeah, oh, heck yeah. Yes. I do remember that. I do remember yeah. that. Um, but, but I just mean, like, character-wise, Seth talks about his kids more than The Miz mm-hmm. does of late. Right. Because the, the Miz is currently beefing with LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Brian Danielson, uh, he talked about it on a recent AEW show. Uh, he explained that he promised his daughter Birdie that when she turned seven, he will begin to wind up his uh, in-ring wrestling career. And he stated that if this is my final year, this will be the most epic year of my career. Now, let's think about this a second. I'm we weren't. I'm intrigued. We were not supposed to get Brian Danielson ever again. That is true. And supposed to be hanging it up. He 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 already hung it up, but he came back and he gave us seven more years of uh of the American one. And I think that's like really, really awesome. We're spoiled because Brian Danielson literally is like he is on well, that seems, a well, lot of Mount Rushmore's. Like I remember, I I poked it fun at it a bunch, but like it's it's paid off in in all the best of ways. AEW has not only been a great place for young talent to shine, but another great place where like dudes who weren't quite done can can like still go yeah i mean you I mean, you saw brian danielson oh god sting sting like sting is indestructible sting uh sting uh, is wolverine uh, he got that adamantium like bone and whatnot uh the gun yeah like there, there's a lot of the guys who you were like and they're done uh have proven that like there's sometimes where like you're like, all right, man, like you really need to like be wrapping it up. But there's also a bunch of times where they still got it. They're still going. Like I like that the old veterans are in AEW not as a novelty act, but to prove that they could still go. Mm-hmm. And Sting is like the like I guess the ultimate like wow. You should not be doing that at this age. But the fact that you're doing it at this age, I frequently expect the sting to fall apart. Yeah, in the ring, and he doesn't. No, more power to him. But uh, on top of that, like to have a mind like Brian Danielson, to have the talent that Brian Danielson brings to AEW is insurmountable. Because obviously, last. Uh, last podcast, y'all talked about uh, CM Punk uh, being fired by AEW. Now, after after Brawl Out, who was the guy that stepped up uh, who said, I'm not going on vacation yet. My company needs me. It, oh, yeah. John Moxley stepped up to the plate. This time, this was all Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson stepped up to the plate. Uh, after CM Punk's departure, and apparently this has been in the works for a while, uh, with as m- a whole bunch of people. I think Eric Bischoff has also said, if anything bad were to happen to Tony Khan, where he would have to relinquish all control of AEW, you put it in the hands of Brian Danielson. You leave the company to Danielson. Oh. <laughs> would cause uh him to like have to hang it up oh ever seen ever seen the uh ending of scarface where just tony montana just inhales a huge mountain of powder and he says say hello to my little i expect tony khan to go out the same way i can see that (laughs) say hello to my booking friend and danielson takes over but danielson is the perfect person 
to take care of everything uh, with AEW. Because apparently also there were reports that CM Punk had two contracts with AEW. One was uh, for in-ring wrestling. The other was an actual AEW employee. I'm pretty sure that Brian Danielson has that same thing. And he has overseen uh, Collision in the same way that CM Punk has. And everyone praises Danielson. Yeah. Danielson will probably never be banned because he'll just be like, well, I'll ban you. Like, I don't know. You want to talk about flaccid wieners? Because that that's <laughs> that's that's yes, a thing. Go on. Yeah. Yes. Apples are tree semen. Um, so <laughs> with Danielson uh, announcing that uh, he is going to be hanging it up in a year time. Um, let's reflect on him a little bit. Let's reflect on the gifts that he has given us, uh, since he came back to wrestling, both in WWE and AEW. And you know what? Let's, let's go ahead and, um, let's talk about one of his most recent matches. Uh, the Ricky Stark uh, strap match. Play the strap match? Cause like, uh, did, did, uh, what's his nuts? Mr. Occasionally wrong, but mostly right. Did he give it five stars? Yeah, he gave it five stars. Or, okay, I, you never could tell if like he gave it or if it was just you know. No, no, this this one he uh, for all out he gave two uh, five star matches, one for uh, Ricky and Brian, and then one for uh, Kanosuke and uh, uh, Kanosuke and Omega. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah, well, if there's anyone to have match, like a really so good match, who, how Brian, did, like. Give me some of the highlights, because, like, I had to watch... uh, Oh, it was bloody, it was brutal. Like, everything that you think about Brian Danielson being a very, very violent individual, it came came out in spades card. Um, So, I think there was one where he just, like, flat out whipped him right... uh, Brian Danielson whipped Ricky right in the face. And it wasn't just, like, a work... It wasn't, like, a worked... Uh, sort of uh, motion either like he was laying it in like if you want to see the pinnacle of violence check out this strap match it kind of almost coincides with uh, the MJF uh, CM Punk uh, dog collar match but I think it's a little bit more brutal because it's less metal you're telling me the exploding barbed wire death match was not the pinnacle of of, of extreme violence right yeah, no. Um, just you put you put Brian Danielson in a hardcore match, and you were gonna watch magic. And by golly, magic was made. Magic was made. You look at Brian Danielson, and he's just the the last vegan hero. Yeah, he's just this little boy, and you love him. He's still taller than me, but not taller than you. Well, there's very few. There's very few. Yeah. Um, but you look at him and you're like. That's the guy that's like putting on hardcore banger after hardcore banger. Mm-hmm. And Brian Danielson is like, like. Then you're like, "There's no way," and then he does. Yeah. Or even even think about this. Let's rewind it back to the Panini days of WWE. Uh, Brian or Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles in like a thirty thirty five minute Intercontinental Classic, which you never see on wwe programming See, that's the thing with daniel brian brian daniels and either one uh you know we use them interchangeably 
Yeah. I actually heard that it was Regal, I think, that came up with it. Because he was they were they had some really stupid names for him, but they didn't want him to be uh Brian Danielson because they were like, uh, Brian is weird as a first name. And he was like, What? But uh, I love that it was Regal that was just like, just flip it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we like that. Daniel, that works. And uh, Okay. Good old Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Brian good Danielson. Old, good old reverse the name. Mm-hmm. Good to know that if I ever get into dire straits, I'll just. Ca- Castagnoli, as... Castagnoli Claudio. That, no. <laughs> you want to be able to pronounce the first name and then let, the, let the last name fall. Good old Cole you. Adam. Yeah. Good old Lee Keith. Lee Keith. Good old FJM. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> we, good old ass daddy. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, good old H triple. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of another. Uh, rock the. <laughs> rock the what? I don't know. Oh, man. Did you see that match with. Rakat Redundu? I don't know how to do it. Rakat Redundu? Redundu? I was in my head trying to look, say Undertaker backwards, and it just did not. Ah, you know what I meant. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. But, yeah, no. We're we're given a gift, and we must not squander it. And plus, I want to say that you are Who's especially you are especially happy about one of the matches that Brian wants to do before he hangs it up. Whip it, beat. Like, do you do you think senseless. do you think it might be a violent stipulation match, or do you think it will just be a clinic of wrestling? We're we're talking we're obviously we're talking about the newest uh, addition to the Wrestle Dream um, card. Le- if they'll get my letters, then yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just uh, Brian Danielson, Zack Saber Jr. Chainsaw Danielson match. Exploding death wire, exploding barbed wire, match exploding Danielson barbed wire match for realsies, <laughs> exploding scarf match. Yeah, but yeah, that is a match you know that should to, have happened. I want him to but whip his butt. yeah, I want him to whip his butt and then like have a callback. <laughs> Do you just want like him to like just whip his butt and then just chastise him? Like no, no I bad. Just, I just wanted to bad him, like. Senseless Your comments about like, Shakespeare, bad. That's what I want him to just beat him and be like, "What do you think? This has got to be at least like Charles Dickens of wrestling." Uh, do, right? do you like, uh, do you think that um he'll, <laughs> Brian will just pull a pull like a uh, an old like sixth grade literature book and just rub just, Zack Saber Junior's nose in it? He's like, "Bad, bad." I think you know Shakespeare. You don't know Shakespeare. I am the Shakespeare of wrestling. But wow, you really had a like a Trump tenor with a uh, with that. You you don't know Shakespeare. I, I know, know. Sh- you don't know Shakespeare. It's okay. If anybody knows it's, Shakespeare, it's, it's me. me. <laughs> it's okay. I'm it's the okay. best. I know all of the Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare best friends. Shakespeare is awesome. Shakespeare, extraordinary, extraordinary. The other day, someone was telling me, "Where's your friend Shakespeare?" And I and I said, "He is over there at the Wendy's drive-through." And they were it's like, okay. What? That's crazy. Nine ninety nine. <laughs> Nine ninety nine, and you get to watch Nia Jax on WWE. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Each of the better business bureaus. Yeah, I know, right? 
but that was some that was a match that was supposed to have happened um i think for the first forbidden door uh danielson versus Zack yeah, saber jr and that, that, that was, was supposed and while. that's when uh claudio castagnoli claudio raviolis came to uh, aew um yeah. So I'm excited about them. I know that you... As much as I mock it and joke, I'm, I too, there's a level of Like, we have to know the implications of this match. That Zack Sabre Jr., before Brian Danielson came back to wrestling, Zack Sabre Jr. was the recipient of uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter's uh, Best Technical Wrestler Brian Danielson Award. It yes, for like, five years running, it was Zack Saber Jr. But then Brian Danielson came back, and Brian Danielson got Wrestling Observer uh, newsletters, uh, best technical wrestler Brian Danielson award to Brian Danielson. When you are so baller at wrestling that they like change an award to better fit the recipient, yeah, you know you've done it, something it, special, yeah. So I'm I'm genuinely I'm super excited about that match and there have been rumors about one more match that Brian Danielson really wants to have and this could be oh, a yeah, match yeah. that happens at All In in London Wembley Stadium next year. That would be some some huge future booking but I'm for it. The one last time match. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson versus his Ring of Honor rival Nigel McGuinness who Right now, currently, he is on AEW programming as commentary for AEW Collision, which he is not banned from. I guess no one's banned from Collision anymore, right? No one's banned from Collision from anyone. Well, except Jack Perry, but he's banned from AEW for right now. And Ace Steel, he's also banned. No, I I think Ace Steel just got flat out fired. Well, it counts. Yeah, just banned. Banning, uh, firing is just banning, but with paperwork. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGuinness. No, I got banned. <laughs> so I'm gonna start saying. Yeah, I'm. There, there are a whole bunch of Brian Danielson matches that I would love to see before he uh, he becomes like the head of creative for AEW Collision, where we all talk about flaccid wieners and bears and bear hugs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's one thing that is amusing, but like. If there's anyone that knows comedy, it's Brian Danielson. Have you ever watched Total Divas? Oh no, I don't. Have, here's the thing. I'm I love Total Divas. Brian Danielson, because here's the thing that's fun about it, in my opinion. Uh-huh. What's What's fun is, uh, Brian, like his interviews, for example, like his post match stuff when they're asking him questions. Uh-huh. He's just so like lovable. Like he's, he's articulate. But he's he doesn't badmouth anybody. Yeah, he's still just like, oh yeah, like no, still one of the greatest there. things I've ever read from Brian Danielson was when he first got into AEW. He put out a uh, an article on I believe like I'm trying to remember like the report or something like that, and it was like before we even get there, I just want to say thank you WWE, and it was really eloquent it was very concise and deliberate each and every single word brian danielson is a beautiful orator uh (laughs) giggity um and i just love hearing him talk about wrestling and the fact that he could be 
possibly like a big part of the change that's going to be happening in collision i'm here for it because that man knows wrestling well i mean even more than he knows bears and we're still not 100% sure if he did or didn't wrestle a bear right i like to think he did it's up for debate yeah but how do you feel about like enjoying this last run of brian danielson like i mean obviously he has stated that he's going to be hanging up full time but he wouldn't mind doing a match or two uh like yearly but just he wants to have time for his kids now yeah like almost as as much as i hate to use this but it's the terminology that fits almost like the undertaker route yeah of like hey look like a a legacy uh, position Basically. Yeah. Because he, um, he's an attraction. The, well, yeah, because the name is still very recognizable and synonymous. No one's going around going like, wait, who? They might be like, Brian, da- do you mean Daniel Bryan? Because like, there might be some people mm-hmm. who only really knew his WWE crew. Uh, there may be people who are like, oh, you mean the American Dragon? Yeah. Um, like You mean the one that had that banger of a match against Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Yeah. And the one that like had that extremely emotional moment that had to follow a other extremely emotional moment and still deliver on it. Right. Like if nothing else, that's the one that I give him the most credit for because like he had to follow that moment. Mhm. And still, you know, I will say I was I was very happy to watch Brian do his first match um when he came back from the retirement. I will yeah. I will never forget that moment where he and Shane McMahon came out to the ring. I'm ah oh, that was that was a good that was a good time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just the yes chance. That is one thing I'm going to like really miss if I were to go to another show. Oh no. Um did you hear <laughs> Uh, uh, Adam Cole or no, uh, Michael Cole with the uh, the Miz shade. Oh yeah, yeah. When they were like, oh yeah, the uh, world famous uh, it kicks. I'm like, yeah, must have got those from somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did I hear about like, that. Yeah. Damn, Michael, have you reached the point where like you know you're securing your job like is that what this is well well also he doesn't have vince mcmahon yelling put out nia Jax, uh, put over nia Jax in his ear constantly right i just mean like i i love michael i've got 10 year cole yeah just like whatever you you i've i've been through like two or three commentators and i'm still here i would love brian danielson at commentary too I could get behind that. He he did really good on Talking Smack. I could get behind that. Uh, he did great for the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. I I do remember that when he was in Cruiserweight Classic. That was also really, really good. And that one time that he talked about bears. <laughs> no one forgets that. Yeah. but It's hard to. Yeah. No one will ever forget that. What What's your favorite Brian Danielson moment so far? Favorite Brian Danielson moments, honestly, was his feud with The Miz. Like, I know I'm just bringing up WWE stuff, and that's just because it's my thing. Uh, but I can re- I remember when like he had that like uh, pseudo beef with the Miz on Talking Smack, where like uh, 
we got one of the greatest like raw almost uh promos out of the Miz. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. And the, uh, by the way, Miz is still killing it. Miz is still killing it. You could tell that like he's starting to settle into his position of like I'm going in the Hall of Fame, so now I'm Yeah. Uh, no, apparently there was a statistic that came out this year that he is one in thirty in singles matches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he he's it's he's still going strong, but he's not like the dominating force of the Miz of old. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. He's really settled into this like I could continue to be a heel and like big up other talent at the same time. Mm-hmm. You never feel like because the Miz has done so much and still has so much drawing power. You never feel like the Miz is being uh, jobbed out. Yeah. Because no matter what, they're putting him with uh, stuff where like he can make the other person shine. Heck, yeah. uh, they they like he gave Tazawa a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, granted, they fifty fifty booked him to winning. You know, yeah, uh, but right still, back. still. But I mean, you got to develop a story. Uh, you know, right? But it, it's weird because uh, Tazawa is currently in a tournament on NXT mm-hmm. and doing really well in it. So it's weird that yeah. like over on the main roster, he's you know. Oh, you got to get your, you got to give uh, the Miz the salty run. Back so you you're saying uh, Daniel Bryan versus the Miz, Daniel like Bryan that, and they're like, just it felt like a year long. Yeah, no, it was heated. It was very very heated because like, didn't have the payout either. that we were hoping for because the no, like but, it, yeah, but the the journey there was great. Was, yeah, was great. It was captivating. Like we, it was must see TV. Didn't get a good capstone match out of them, unfortunately, yeah. uh, because uh, things happened. Yeah. Um, but man, the journey of watching it unfold, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll always be accused of being a WWE show, but like them and constantly vying back and forth for the WWE title. You, uh, you want to know something? Hmm. My favorite Brian Danielson moment is actually also from WWE. Oh, which one specifically? The road to WrestleMania 30. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him taking on uh, the authority every step yes. of the way. And had, then WrestleMania 30. WrestleMania 30, yeah. Yeah, where he had to take on Triple H first and then get inserted to Randy Orton and Batista and fight both of them In, with yeah. basically a broken arm and yeah. still wins. Like, ugh. Oh, shoot. I know we just keep bringing up WWE, but, I mean, like, he did spend, a, like, a good chunk of, like, his, like, real career limelight there. Yeah. Because, like, he did Ring of Honor for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he really made a name for himself. But, like, he had the Planet's Champion arc with right, Kofi Kingston? Yes. That's going to bring up the, the hemp title. Yeah. Like, he gave us our first, like, truly unique title in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it made sense. Like, it made sense. Like recolors. And, like, we still quote, you know, like, uh, his, some of the things he said during that reign. Whenever someone says, mm-hmm. fickle. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I know we, I know Jake, I think Jake's the one that hates it the most, the, the Cena spinner title. Yeah. Um, that was the last, like, in my opinion, truly unique title. And, Big ups and much love to Bray, but like I try as much as I love the character and I love it, I really try to ignore and uh, forget the uh, Fiend, Fiend title, Universal title, yeah, because like 
it just looked strange. Mm-hmm. Like it was a neat little set piece, but it was it, it was weird <laughs> as a title. I loved it. I loved it, it but good, it, but like as a title, you're like, who's that passing on to? Right. Like when Cena lost the title, they kept the spinner, and it just for continued. the longest time yes. until like so, I think The Rock replaced it. The Rock replaced it. So so my my point is like if somebody had won the Fiend Universal Title, like. No one was gonna walk around with it, but but yeah, no the uh, the the hemp title was honestly like so good, and the story behind everything and the hero of that story was absolutely amazing. Where you got shades of like, okay, so now Daniel Bryan has become the man that uh, that the authority said he was, but he's now telling that to Kofi, and yeah. And then Kofi like oh that that moment at WrestleMania where like like Woodsy was like crying and Biggie was trying to like hold back tears while they lifted their boy up in the air like ah I'll I'll always remember I think I want to say it was uh was that one it I may be getting that one in Biggie's win confused but I'm pretty sure it was uh as uh, Kofi's win because when he when he wins. Everyone's like celebrating, but like <laughs> Xavier Woods is like on the map, just kind of like wiggling is the best way to describe it. Like he was like kicking his leg up and, uh, you know, over and over in excitement. Oh, that was it Big E's like win. He, that was Big E's okay, win. Okay. That's why I couldn't remember. They, they, like they both had such emotional wins that I just remember like <laughs> Xavier Woods being on the floor, just like kicking and just gyrating and just, yeah. Like, just being a fool. No, um, no, uh, what Woodsy did at uh, WrestleMania, like he he was actively crying, and I thought that was like really sweet. But yeah, no, Brian Danielson gave us a whole lot of, and we only just covered the like. I think yeah, our favorite moments have been in WWE. Like of course, and obviously, there's Ring of Honor and AEW, put but on amazing Ring of Honor moments. He's had great success, uh, just like longevity success. Yeah. Not necessarily like bringing home gold. He wrestled Okada like. With a That's broken like, arm. He hasn't done what most would consider quote unquote success. Yeah. But that's just because a lot of people like to equate titles with success. And in my opinion, you don't need titles to be a success. You mm-hmm. just need do you remember the match kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like that one that one was a good one. Yeah. So, so yeah. The the Brian Danielson the final countdown tour is uh We're on happening. The farewell tour. Yep. It's the final countdown. Now, here's the thing. I will ask you this one question, and then we got to wrap. For sure. Well, well we got to talk about our moment of the week. Uh, but then we got to wrap. Um, what do you think about uh, somewhere, something, giving Brian one more title run? I. Do you think he could? I don't think he needs like it. Like. Well, he didn't need it, but just like as like a farewell tour thing, like I would like to see him challenge Moxley for the uh, the international title. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like it doesn't. He needs. He would need to push to go after the main to the most violent men in mainstream wrestling. Just going at it for sixty minutes. And they're like pseudo partners with like the the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, so it would be like this very like friendly rivalry kind of thing. It's like an iron sharpens iron sort of like deal. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's like, I, I'm going to bring the best out of you. Thing. I just hope you bring the best out of me because I, one of us is going to leave this ring alive. Yeah, that's why I say, like, that's something I would want to see is one more title run, but it doesn't need to be, like, a main title. Yeah. Like, make him go for, you know, the... Uh, the international title. Yeah, I would love I would uh, love Moxley Danielson one more time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um so we agree like he doesn't need it, but it wouldn't be the worst. Right. It wouldn't be the worst. Get something. Like it doesn't have to don't you don't have to put him over MJF. You don't right. have to do that. But just something. Like I, I hate Cuz they already had that. Oh my gosh, speaking of matches, they already had that match. MJF yes, versus yes. Brian Danielson in an Iron Man match. Oh, Brian Danielson, come on. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. And that's why I say, like, I don't want to be like, oh, no, Brian doesn't deserve the main belt. No, he 100% deserves no, he deser- the he, main belt. Yeah. But uh, for this, like, final run, I don't think he... Like, it's less about the title and more about the dream matches. Yeah, dream matches are going to be the priority. I just know that there would be some titles that I'd be like, oh, no, I, I could get, get behind that. Yeah, give give me Brian Danielson versus Toriano. Somehow, I don't know how you'd do it, but somehow it can be Ms. Brian one more time. There you go. Love it. Show show up at like the Miz's house and just cut a promo and put it on. For sure. So what was your moment of the week uh, this past week? Moment of the week of the past week, because, you know, there was there was a uh, a thing in between or like we've recorded since you and I last spoke. Yeah. Um, gosh, moment of the week. I don't know. Come back to me. I got to think on it. A little okay. Bit. Well, for me, if I've been trying to keep up with wrestling since now, I finally got internet back, uh, from the move. Uh, so yeah. Hey, what's up? Um, there was something I watched. I think I was watching like AEW Rampage or Dynamite where Claudio was, um, cutting a promo on Eddie Kingston. And this may be a couple weeks back but i've been gone for a while uh one one week exactly yeah so there was one promo where he's just talking trash to eddie kingston and yuda is like right next to him and he keeps uppercutting yuda like just for just for uh shoots and ladders just like bam i'm gonna talk more about eddie kingston and then bam uppercut i'm gonna say more things about eddie kingston that i do not like him and then bam another uppercut and yuda's just like taking it like a champ and i'm just ah that was it was really funny to me it was really funny so that was my moment Hmm. all right cool cool i wish i could uh if if i find it i'm gonna link it to you so um since you went "Quote unquote retro." I'm going to go ever so slightly retro, but just because of what it was, uh, it was winning the title uh, off of a AEW pay per view again. Like, yeah, I don't think I brought it up last time because we were on CM Punk, you know, vibe. Oh, you brought it up like at, at the very end. Well, as part of uh, the a different the, thing, the Jake segue. Yeah, yeah. Which also frick Jake. You know what? Frick do Jake. Want, do you want one more? Because we got to wrap it up. Do you, since he decided he was going to hijack the end of uh, that, do you, do you want to hijack the end? No, not really. I mean, I said my piece. Uh, he's not going to be back for a while. Like he's, uh, like he's on vacation, so it's just going to be uh, the dynamic duo once again, uh, as we had uh, originally planned this uh, podcast for uh, all these years ago. So we're actually taking a time machine. You know, let's yeah. get ready for it. Um, 
All right. So everyone, thank you all so much for once again joining us on the Quick of Pop of podcast. Um, final notes would just be to... Okay. I know we just spent like half an hour complaining about WWE. Watch WWE now because like... Uh, this isn't like the beginning of a new era necessarily. Watch SmackDown, watch NXT, um, watch Main Event, watch, watch Superstars. We've got um, uh... watch probably the first two hours of Raw, unless or the last two hours of Raw, depending. Um, watch the last two, like because if you watch the first one, it's just a lot of people coming out to the ring and talking. No, just whatever you can to just not watch Nia Jax. Don't watch Nia Jax. Don't watch Nia Jax. If she's on the TV, just change it. Yeah. Uh, there's Monday Night Football that that's happening now. So oh, yeah. you could easily switch it over to uh, NBC. Uh, Chris Collinsworth and uh, Mike Tirico. What's on? Yeah. No, no, no. What's on? Like, what are we missing? What do you mean? What game's on tonight? Oh, no. No games are on tonight. It's oh, Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Bro, I just went back two years from when we were recording on Mondays ah. and having to be like, ah, Monday Night Raw. We're missing it. Yeah. But and yeah, now, now I would be like, oh man. Guys, I y'all have an ar- alternative. Instead of watching Monday Night Raw with Nia Jax, just switch over to NBC's Sunday just Night, uh, Monday Night Football. Or no, no. Um, it's, it's, ESPN's Monday Night Football, not with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. Just switch. But if you just, see a lady in shoulder pads, switch to men in shoulder pads. Exactly. There you go. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. Everybody, take it easy. Love your family. Love your pets. Uh, Nia Jax, uh, go break a leg, literally, like, in the theater thing, but, like, for realsies, go break a leg. And also... Uh, Stay away from my good wrestling. Yeah, right. Please get off my television. Um, that's all. That's all. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.